Not because I care about Christ rising from the dead. I just no, of course not. No, even my family got together for Easter. We would go have a brunch at some like restaurant that had like an Easter brunch buffet or whatever, just as a thing to do. Right. And yeah, no, so there's not going to be, so that's a holiday. Um, my parents' birthdays are this week. Oh, I made... Facebook literally just told me like checked my, you know how it gives you the little notifications. Uh-huh. Hold down the menu, and one of them was Sunil has commented on Gina's post to your dad. Why is Facebook telling me this? <laughs> Facebook is telling you this. Well, I mean, you love my dad, so I mean, <laughs> you must follow my dad on some sort of screen cap it social media or something. That is hilarious. <laughs> Oh, man. My dad is popular amongst my friends. I mean, not really, but like as a as a as a a force to reckon with, I guess, like from when I was a kid. (laughs) I'm trying. I'm going to try to uh, what do you call it? Text this to you. (laughs) Okay. E-text it to me, Laura. E-texting it to you, I think. Yeah, that's it's anyway. So, so that's very, very funny, but yeah, so it's my mom's birthday, and then my dad's birthday is coming up, and then um, I heard that that's you, yeah, I sent it. I got it. Oh, yeah, that is so weird. Why the fuck? Like, I'm not involved in that at all. Well, other than it knows that we host a podcast together. So it's like, maybe this is juicy stuff they'll bring up on the podcast. What are you (laughs) commenting on Facebook for, Sunil? Are you doing something? I'm just kind of trying to keep tabs on your family. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, thanks. Because it is, it's rough times. Yeah, I'm feeling weird today. Um, I almost canceled on you, but. Let's do this. Let's let's Glad you didn't. Yeah. trudge through and, and not trudge through. I mean, it's very nice to talk to you. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It's totally yeah. okay. Yeah. It's hard to be motivated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gonna, let me just start off. So this is Embrace Yourself. I'm Sunil. I'm Laura. I thought then, you were maybe pausing for that. I was. I was pausing. Always pausing for you to say your name. Um, <laughs> Embrace Yourself, episode number nine. Um, it's tax day, I guess. Not really, because taxes got delayed because of COVID-19. Um, be canceled because of COVID-19. They should be canceled. Like, in all they're... fucking seriousness, the government yeah. would be like, oh, our bad, you owe us money, sorry, we're just going to wipe that free. Because you keep that delayed. money this year, yeah. That seems, <laughs> not this not this little piddly $1,200 check. I mean, I'm getting five friends of mine that are starting to drop. Have you gotten your $1,200 stimulus money? No. Okay. At um, least think so i guess i should check my bank account but i haven't gotten a physical check yeah no if you have direct deposit on your taxes it should just direct deposit but now so donald trump is stopping the passing out of the checks because he stopped the presses he needs to have his name on the checks yeah, yeah. his fucking stupid signature that looks like nothing it looks like jagged shards of glass like i think in many respects that's the plus of this is that nobody's even gonna fucking notice who it doesn't matter to 
Yeah, no, exactly. It's so fucking stupid. Very anyway, so yeah, I haven't gotten any money yet either, but um, embrace yourself. Uh, Laura Sunil, email us at, I forget to keep forgetting to say the email. So email embrace yourself 69420 at Gmail. That's embrace yourself 69420 at gmail.com. We are both um, adults in our 40s. We are both adults in our 40s. We, I thought I it was important to mention that after our email address. Those numbers are still funny forever. Well, they are classically funny. I, yeah, exactly. You can't fuck with six. Well, you can't fuck with 69. But I mean, don't fuck with the numbers. Um, so this is just stupid. We're, so the topic today is leadership, but we'll get to that. Um, so we're not the only... Hey, folks, hang tight. <laughs> yeah, I know it's exciting, but hold on to your asses. Hold your cats, hold your horses, hold your asses. Is that what you just said? Yeah, I said hold on, hold on to your asses. Yeah. That's not an, is that an expression? I think it's from like The Simpsons or something. But okay, That would make sense. Okay, I don't hold, know. Hold, your, hold on to your hats and hold on to your horses but i not. could be totally wrong about it being from the simpsons though so who knows i'm gonna start saying hold on to your asses yeah do it please always plural i mean we're we're coining phrases day and night um we're not the only podcast on the uh podcast dial named embrace yourself i just realized it's kind of not the most original uh name for podcast there's only two other ones um that are readily findable well you there's know what we need to do what's that we need to dox them well, yeah, here's, so I got, I got some info on these, these guys. Uh, Embrace Yourself with Geo. He only made two episodes in July of 2019. Okay. Uh, first one's two minutes long. The second one is 12 minutes long. Wow, okay. We're That's- clearly beating this guy. Yeah. Geo, Geo's ex- uh, explanation of his podcast is, Embrace Yourself. It's about me giving tips and advice of how my teenage life is and how teenagers go through things. This could also be for parents to understand their kids in their teenage years. Two exclamation points after that. <laughs> Sounds good. I might listen to it after this just because. No, I, the 12 minute long episode, I might need to break that up into a few listens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Ken Burns thing. Yeah, yeah he really, he really um, exponentially grew in yeah. his length of time. I watched the jazz documentary two minutes at a time. <laughs> Ken Burns. Took me eight years. Ken Burns is the reason people think documentaries are boring. It's true, but I love his stuff, though. I know, but, I mean, talk about dry. Holy moly. Just yeah. anyway. You know, like the slow, like, zoom-ins on black and white photos and stuff like that? It's not, <laughs> no. It's not exciting. Well, what was the name of this guy's po- What was his name? Geo. Okay. Well, Geo, chin up, buckaroo. Buckaroo. All right. So then there's another. A lot of progress, but we're... We're, we got to push you out of the way. Sorry, buddy. We're on episode nine, so fuck you, Gio. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to take it there because you are maybe a minor, but okay. Oh, yeah. Frig you, Gio. I, yeah. Okay. Right. Thank so you. The, second, the, other one, the other one is uh, Embrace Yourself with hosts Kim and Erica. Mm. They have 12 episodes. They started okay. a month before us. Holy shit. Okay. And okay. their show titles seem like they know what they're talking about. God. Damn it. There's, ours do not. Um, <laughs> their description is live bigger, feel better, love deeper, grab a cup of tea and get cozy as Kim and Erica chat about life, growth, love, and friendship with special guests. It's very like, it's very lady water. Okay. So it's Kim and Erica? Yeah. Okay. So it's two women. You know, 
I'm going to say right off the bat, that is presumptuous as fuck that you think I want a cup of tea. What do you drink? Uh, not tea. Tea okay. is just dirty leaves and water. Yeah. On this podcast, you can drink whatever you want. Yeah. I'm We're not drinking your choices, unlike some podcasts. Are you drinking anything? I'm drinking cherry bubbly. I'm not drinking anything right now. My lady water of choice. Have we explained that Laura is a misogynist and calls uh, sparkling water lady water? (laughs) I don't think we've... There's not a single advertising campaign for sparkling water that's aimed at men. You are a byproduct. I guess. They don't care about you. (laughs) It's about when... (laughs) Even even the way the bottles that look quaff, I don't know. Yeah. No, the font... The font I mean, is feminine. Virginia Slims. That's what it reminds me of. It does in terms of like. Well, the cans would need to be like the skinny cans, like Red Bull cans or whatever. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that they're not. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway. I, say, I, I went. Um, well, I went grocery shopping for the first time yesterday since quarantine started. I okay, used my yeah. mask. I went to Western Market. They're only letting 25 people in at a time. Okay. And I was able to restock my lady water supply nice. um, along with everything else that I need. So I'm good for a little while. Fantastic. And now we'll, now we'll just see if I, I feel any symptoms. Because <laughs> I was there, I was in there like fucking icked out by every little thing I was just seeing and every yeah. person I was seeing and like everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think <sighs> grocery shopping right now is stressful to say the least. Um, I... Again, I'm thankful that I can grocery shop and that I'm not like, holy shit, I can't buy any food, unlike a lot of people. So, I mean, it's really yeah, it's pretty fucked up right now. There's <laughs> apparently a lot of people in line at, uh, is it Gleaners, I guess? They pass yeah. out food. Yeah. Somewhere in Ferndale a couple of nights ago or last night, there was a food, food drive through, I guess. Um, yeah, that sucks. That really sucks. Um, it's terrible. And one of the reasons it's terrible. hundred Trump bucks, so good luck pissing that away in a month to pay for rent and food and utilities. Yeah, so like in Canada, they before we did anything, they were like two thousand bucks a month for four months, done, just done. Like we can't get anything done here. Yes, and if we do anything, it's in fucking piecemeal portion yeah. that we then have to either correct or resize or it just is that because our structure of leadership hint hint our topic for the day um is kind of messed up or what's up you know i'm gonna say yes <laughs> yeah that's the reason i'm gonna say that is the reason we solved it okay guys no um this is a leadership problem people say that a lot but in this case it's true <laughs> yeah it's well so michigan has a decent governor at this point i'll take her i mean literally i i did i would have she wasn't my first choice no she's doing a really good job though she's solid yeah i mean in terms of like comparatively to some other governors who are dooming their people to massive numbers unfortunately detroit and stuff is already experiencing massive numbers but she's not like yeah well sports should be allowed so i mean yeah and then um so today in lansing they had the uh, the drive-through protest or whatever they were doing, like car in. Though I mean, there was a group of people just standing around. Some of them with masks on, some of them not. Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine posted that if if COVID's gone, they should just like kiss each other 
at the protest. Right. Like, make, start making out. You just want to see a bunch of protesters making out. If everything's cool, why don't you prove it? I'm going to have to, to credit me, him with Looking that. at these people, which I, I did see one guy cock into his elbow, so good for you, dude. Um, but my first thought was, this is exactly what it looks like when people who are mad on the internet finally try to go do something in public to protest for the first time. They're all just standing around like, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't type governor Hitler. Um, yeah. What do you do? uh, They just all look really weird and uncomfortable. Like they don't, don't. it's pathetic. (laughs) Yeah. No, they don't have a history of protest. Everything is just, you know, they're bootlickers. So now they, yeah, they got to, they're, they're, (laughs) and they're in their cars and trucks and, and American flags and stuff. And it's just like, God damn it. This is not what America is supposed to be. I mean, I think it's really, it's gross to me, but it also makes total sense that the group that freaks out the most at the tiniest of aggrievement are white men. I'm like, hey, welcome to the world the rest of us live in, dickhead. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, seriously, I had a, a... I've told a couple of people to fuck off lately. And one of them was somebody who was talking about like, I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. I'm not going to vote because, you know, she was a hardcore Bernie person. And I'm like, okay, fine. And, but you're not, you're white. You're a white girl. You're going to be fine. You're totally going to be fine. And, and I was just like, what about white people are never going to be put into concentration camps? Don't right. you understand? Like, just do- and Also, not going to be fine. I mean, we've already proven that. Like, I can't even imagine four more years of this. No. This is absolutely causing harm to people who aren't just in, you know, smaller groups um, in terms of like race and sexuality and gender. Sure. But it is hitting communities of color and poor communities way harder. Yeah, I mean, it could be argued that the Trump administration's whole thing is to um, bring more rights to white people and less rights to fewer rights to uh, people of color, I guess, in in, in certain aspects. But wouldn't put past them. Yeah. Yeah, it is really frustrating. You know, obviously, I'm white, but I'm not particularly um, I'm pretty gender nonconforming by most people's standards. Sure and I am married to a woman, I- Is that right? I, hmm. I don't know if we can do this podcast together anymore. Oh, I didn't realize you didn't know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Sneel. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I showed you my leg hair, I think you'd be like, okay, we're, we're good. That's you probably cool. are tied, is my guess, or my <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyhow, what the hell was I saying? Oh yeah. Like when people say that, when I hear, you know, a white person who's cisgendered and middle to upper class making those kinds of like, I'm not going to vote for whoever. I just think, you know, it's nice that you have that option. It'd yeah. be really cool if you'd be like, I'm not going to vote for him, but I am going to vote for him for my brown and gay friends. That would be cool. That's the thing. And it's like, you can't, I don't feel like these people that I'm, I talk to, they feel, I mean, for one thing, they think they're like some sort of like leftif, less, leftist revolutionaries. And it's just like, right. fuck off, dude. You're not really like anything. Um, but, and then they somehow still think that, that depriving the Democrats of a vote is like teaching anybody a fucking lesson. 
And it's like not, it's not teaching anybody a lesson. That's not how you change leadership. It's like not, you don't throw your fucking like ticket in the lake instead of like going to the show. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Is that an expression people use? <laughs> no, it's new. I just, you don't throw your <laughs> ticket in the goddamn lake. Say, yeah, what, say the whole thing again. I need to memorize it. I think I said it. <laughs> and I'm quoting from Bartlett's quotations now. No, Thank I'm not. You. Um, you don't throw your ticket in the goddamn lake instead of going to the show. Yeah, stick that in a documentary, Ken Burns. Stick that in a documentary. I think that's pretty good. That was a good one. <laughs> I totally understand why people are aggrieved. I, I get it, totally. Because, you know, here we are, there's literally never been a point in time where Bernie's message was more sentient. And okay. yet, there, you know, the people who are in control of stuff are much more concerned about keeping things as they used to be. And so they're voting for Joe Biden. But I do also think a lot of people are just really scared. And so they're like, I just want whoever can win. But yeah, well, that's the thing about me. I'm like, you better vote for Joe Biden and not just throw your ticket in the lake. But yeah. yeah. Don't take your ticket and throw it in the lake. Go to the show and vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Trust me, I'm not happy about it either. I wasn't happy about voting for Hillary Clinton. I think it's extremely frustrating that the Democrats don't seem to recognize like that they need to burst out of their like what do you call those people? Pantsuit wearing centrism. Yeah, totally. Like the why centrism. Are yeah. I mean, literally, we're proving that our systems are unsustainable. Yeah right now it's happening yeah. and yet we're like oh we have to be worried about the stock market cool well that's gone now so i'm glad you didn't vote, want to vote for bernie because you were worried about the stock market yeah did you see yeah fuck did you see that graphic where it was like 16 million like like it was some crazy number of unemployment figures and then stock market hits like new highs all in like one graphic and it was uh, just like this is what's wrong with america yeah these two opposites and yeah, the stock market no longer makes any sense. I don't think it's like, it's, all, it's based on news now. It's not even really based on what these companies are doing or what they're making. I feel like it's just like very speculative. It also only has to do with such a small portion of the population. Most yeah. people don't even have stock. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge middle class that has a 401k. So they do have stock in a sense. It's just watered down and someone else is like managing it. True, but I would I would still venture to guess that more people do not have any stocks than okay. do in this country. Okay. That's yeah. my guess. If anyone is a stock expert, email us at um, embrace yourself. Uh, six nine four two zero. Yeah. Let us know if Laura's right or Sunil's right because we're in a fight now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure we're gonna get so many entries. It's we have a good. lot of stock experts who listen to the show, so I bet they're going to weigh in. This is big on the trading floor at the NYSE. It's great. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 A lot of people are listening to this as they're running around with their ticker but tape. There's this crazy know. coats and trick ticker tape. and yeah. yeah. Those guys are all complete assholes. Anyway, oh, yeah. so, Danielle, what does leadership mean to you? Like, when you hear the word, what do you think of? Like, outside of the context of our current apocalyptic yeah. situation. Uh, yeah, that's a, actually a good question. I was thinking about that more broadly. Like, do different people you know like learning styles like everyone's got a different learning styles does everybody sort of then also have like a different type of leader that they are okay with being their authority you know what i mean like yeah. uh, so to me it's somebody that 
knows what they're doing first of all, and then gets what what the what what it is the. I don't know. I have no idea. What is this person a leader of? I don't know. It's yeah, so I mean, specific. That's kind of my point. Is like I think the the phrase itself is really ambiguous. Like, what yeah. the hell is leadership anyway? I do think you're right. Competency should be at the core principle of leadership. Yeah. But you know, I also think to myself, like, well, David Koresh was a leader. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. like just because somebody is enigmatic and can quote unquote be a leader doesn't necessarily mean that that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I think, especially right now, when I think about like a leader, what a leader tr basically has to do is motivate people to either believe what they believe or do what they do or say what they say, whatever it, it is that they're right. a leader of. Yeah. So it is to me a lot about motivation and how you motivate yeah. people to, you know, decide that they, you know, they're going to wear a make America great again hat or, yeah. you know, they're going to celebrate earth day or whatever. Right. The case may be, Those know? are the two opposites. I think the left yeah. and right, they're right there. But I mean, so to, in order to do that, sometimes some people are like strong arm leaders. Some people are very just like coercive, persuasive through speech kind of leaders. And some, I don't know, for example, Bernie Sanders, like the most genuine motherfucker I've ever seen, like right. just, leads that way i guess just by being a very straight up genuine here's the deal and that's the kind i um tend to want to follow yeah i i agree completely and i think one of the things that bernie sanders had going for him in terms of leadership is that like passionate quality like he has you know people want to follow him because he has a vision and he inspires people so even just being able to inspire anybody to do anything i think yeah. is jaw-droppingly hard it's i think it's a lot easier to scare the shit out of people into believing what you want them to believe so when i think about leadership i i think about like those dichotomies of like the people who are inspiring people to become better versions of themselves who are incentivizing the people that are following them or that they're in charge of in ways that enrich both of their lives like yeah. those are also options and yet especially in our society if someone's in leadership position usually there's punitive shit going on yeah yeah or um so i was thinking about my last job and i had two different bosses one of them was just sort of a guy who scowled a lot and yeah. like he never really wanted to like talk to you or talk to him you wouldn't want to talk to him he wouldn't really acknowledge you when you like walked around him or in the halls cool. weirdo fun. like a fucking crazy weirdo <laughs> um did not inspire me to do better work or more work or anything to enrich i mean i got my work done just because i'm right. that kind of guy i get my work done because i don't want to be hassled essentially but um well that's honestly that's the definition of doing work via negative reinforcement so you get relief because that hassle isn't going to happen because but i think that's been my like whole mo my whole life as far as like doing anything is but i think that's how the system is set up in many ways yeah yeah so, like you know you're going to be badgered until you do this yeah or you better do this or else like those yeah. are basically the two choices we always use it seems which but so this leader that i'm talking about uh, but on the other side his other job was to bring business in for the team and so he was very good at 
talking to like the people at GM or Nissan or whatever to sell them on our software and, and whatnot. But it's weird. So he could be, he seems like more of a salesman than a, than a boss then in that sense. So I'm not really sure what, what that's about, but that, that type of leader did not do, do anything. Is that your dog? Yes, it's Indy. Sorry. Hi, Indy. <laughs> Aw. Jane, you're in charge of dog wrangling. Indy's my friend, but he can't hear me. He's, I don't even know what he's doing. Jane's trying to wrangle them. Laura um, has a deaf dog. What kind of dog is it? Is Indy? He's cattle? a blue healer, cattle dog, Australian okay. cattle dog. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. He's, he's a very cute. Boy. Yeah. yeah. Very incredible. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so basically what I hear you saying is that my boss was a really good salesperson, but was not good at managing people. Yeah. And what we do is, is, this is what I've noticed in my time in like corporate world is Uh when somebody is good at being a salesperson, we then put them in charge of people, which doesn't make any sense. Yes. Not the same skill set. I think managing people is extremely difficult. And we, when we like our corporate structure is basically set up that like the more successful you are, the more people you manage, Mm -hmm. regardless of your ability to do that task. Yeah, that's true. And that works the same way in software development with a lot of people where it's like, yeah, I'm a senior developer. In order to make more money, though, I have to become an architect or a, a manager or something of that level. Right. I'm stuck. Like, I'm never going to want to do that. I'm, right. I'm just senior developer forever, and that's fine. Um, don't need the extra responsibility. It, sound, it's, it sounds like shitty work. It's like a lot of meetings, and you don't actually get hands-on with anything. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you end up just being an engineer that is now, like, managing a team, regardless of whether you're suited for managing a team. Exactly. And I more don't so because you need money for your growing family or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now you're even more basically disassociated from the part of your job that you may have liked in the first place. Exactly. Just so you can make more money so that, yeah, it's just stupid. And it's, I'm like, no wonder everyone's miserable because our, the way things are structured, it's just not, it's not the way it should be structured. It should be yeah. like, I can't help but notice that this person is really good at managing people. We should make them the manager of this. <laughs> right, right. Which is maybe how it works more in like retail settings or restaurant general managers of restaurants and shit like that. I feel like maybe they weren't necessarily like dishwashers or waiters or whatever. Um, they were just brought in as like, hey, I'm a people, I'm a people manager, right? That's the thing. I I think it should be. Yeah. I I mean, it's not a skill that I strongly possess. I have a horribly hard time managing people. Anytime I've had a job or I've had to manage people, it has been extremely stressful. Now I can give a presentation. Yeah. You know, I could probably sell you something, but I can't, I just don't want to be in charge of people. That's not something I want to do. And so I think we put people in bad positions when we basically force them into leadership roles that they don't want and are incompetent to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I agree with that. Um, that be reevaluated during quarantine time so people can have better work experiences. Stop putting shitty people in charge of other people. Yeah. You yeah. Know? For real. And maybe they're not shitty salespeople, but they're shitty bosses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let them keep selling the bullshit that they're selling and get some different people in to be the bosses. But so I was I thinking about any times I was the leader. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll take my point. I'll take my comment off the air. <laughs> There's no off the air. <laughs> Go ahead. 
<laughs> All right. No, so I was thinking about any instances where I was the leader and I can really only think of bands, like mm -hmm. where I wrote the songs, I'm setting the aims for whatever the group of people is yeah. and we're making a record or we're doing these shows or whatever. And the things you have to do to get that stuff done to me are so fucking tedious. Yes. <laughs> like just the nuts and bolts, like, Hey, are the, my, are my three bandmates free on a certain night to practice? Yes. Like, and even if you leave yourself, Hey, I'm wide open. You know, it's going to be so hard to put together that group in one place at seven o'clock on next Friday or whatever the fuck. And that's, that was my, I think that's my big leadership experience and I hated it. So anytime a band breaks up, I'm like, it's no wonder. How did you stay together that long? Yeah. I mean, some fascinated by bands that have been together for years and years, especially ones that aren't famous because I'm like, you're doing this because you love it and you guys like each other enough that you kept this going and your schedules are coordinated. Jesus Christ. Are you superheroes? How did you do this? Yeah. Are you talking more like local bands that yeah, are, have totally. been around for 30 years or something? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty Even crazy. Regardless of whether I like them or not, they clearly yeah. like what they're doing and they're yeah. clearly getting some joy out of it. Yeah. That sounds very patronizing. I don't mean it. I mean, too. I mean, many of like them they should be quitting, but it's like. <laughs> no, many of them are probably making money and have fans and all that. That's not what I mean. I just mean, like, I can see why a band like Aerosmith stays together. You can. Well, yeah, it's totally worth their interest. They're making oh. millions of dollars all the time. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, true, true. But like somebody like Sonic Youth, on the other hand, maybe. I'm sorry, what? Even if they hated each other, it would make sense to stay together. Yeah, monetarily. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You don't have that with a local band. It's not like you're like, I need that extra 150 bucks a weekend. Maybe they do need that extra 150 bucks a weekend. Maybe they do. But most of the bands I'm thinking of, I doubt that that's the reason. That yeah, so no. It's a passion thing. like each other and enjoy yeah. playing music together. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, that's such a huge, important thing. Yeah. But, I mean, you make the big bucks doing the stand-up comedy, but... Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Big, big bucks. Not the anymore. Big... No crowds. Oh, yeah. You're not doing a Zoom show where, from your living room? No, I am not. That would be... Lame as fuck. Say, I've been more and more interested in doing crowd work. And I'm like, of course this would happen. God yeah. damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have so much good crowd work when I'm back in front of a crowd in 2022. Oh man, it's going to, in 2022, right. So they're saying like concerts might not come back till fall of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and oh, one of the things I wanted to say about leadership before we go back into our dark depression, depressing days. Like I was just thinking in terms of like teachers, teachers, Teachers need to have good leadership qualities. Like yes. how the hell do you teach a kid anything if you don't inspire in them that it's important in the first place? Right. And so, so many of the teachers I had in my life were so bad, just yeah. such bad teachers, but I also had really good teachers. And some of them, mm -hmm. I don't even remember their names, but the ones that I think were good teachers were ones that saw that I was struggling with something. Both of these teachers were math teachers in this instance. I was terrible at math. Me horrible. too. And they saw that I was struggling and instead of punishing me for that, like not getting stuff done or getting tons of stuff wrong, they were like, Hey, do you need extra help? And like, I would go like at lunch with one of them. I can't remember. Her. 
I think her, I can't remember her name. Anyway, I can see her face, but she would have me come and eat lunch with her mm. and she'd overstuff with me. Mm. And then the other one, he, do you remember, do you know those Jacob, Jacob's Ladders toys that are like wooden and like they kind of look like they're falling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Had, a tie, he had a tie made out of that. Oh man, that's cool. He, he was like a total nerd, like shiny bald head with like hair crown. Yeah. And, nerdy tie like always a different nerdy tie that's and so I, awesome this guy should be a teacher like yeah and he was great and he yeah. he was my geometry teacher and i did not do well in geometry but he made it make sense to me and he didn't make yeah. me feel dumb yeah. whereas i remember in junior high having a math teacher that slammed a paper down on my desk that had an e on it and then kicked the garbage can across the room what yeah because they were mad at you for getting an E? Well, he was mad because a lot of people in the class didn't do well on it. Oh, okay. But still, it was yeah. in response to me being, I was being collectively punished in that sense. Yeah, yeah. But I was just terrified of him, like, from that day forward. And it sure as fuck didn't improve my math skills. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I mean, on the next test, it was a story problem. Like, how far did Mr. So-and-so kick the garbage can last time you had a test? I think his name is Mr. Kruger, if I'm not mistaken. It's Kruger. Okay. That's a Seinfeld reference, but okay. I was thinking was... Freddy Kruger. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> my mind is always, I, whatever. Yeah, Freddy Kruger is the, the good reference. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I never had a good math teacher, but I had some good science teachers in high school. Hey, doggo. <laughs> Here, it's, hi, girl. Hey, it's Asha, right? So she's allowed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, I had a, I had a, some good science teachers, but then I, the very last class I needed to pass was linear algebra um, in college to get my bachelor's degree, and I had failed the class two times already. I was on my third time. It, I had this like little nerdy, probably gay French guy <laughs> as our teacher who was very excited about linear algebra and made it very interesting to me to pay attention to and watch him solve the problems instead of it just being some like boring guy writing and not explaining things, and not saying anything right? or doing his notes that he's had for 40 years that are like, you know, ditto paper, purple, like these dudes who don't care was the majority of like my math education in college at least yeah that yeah. was the majority of my science education yeah i i truly believe that if in junior high and high school i had had inspiring science teachers that i would have been doing something more science related i mean mm. i love what i'm doing now and i feel like i have come full circle because i what i'm doing now uses operant and classical conditioning so you okay. know yeah I, I think that this is this is something though that i would have been more interested in in terms of like actually wanting to try to do something like like a lot of people were like you know laura you should go to vet school you should become a veterinarian and the first thing i would say is like i could never do that i'm yeah. horrible at science right you know and now i'm like oh uh, to be honest i don't want to be a veterinarian i'm glad you're not so much respect for veterinarians yeah and people but it's it's not really my strategy. they have like a crazy high suicide rate because they're in just as much debt as doctors but they don't make as much money so it's the worst yeah of they're both worlds dealing with death typically on a larger scale than and that too a lot of a lot of pet death which is very 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 sad yes and also yeah it's very traumatic for people who work in the veterinary and shelter and rescue field um 
shelter and rescue folks we're listening to this you have to take care of yourselves it's important self take care of yourselves yeah the the dogs will be there always which is both sad and true you you know sometimes you have to just be like i have to take a break from this because of my mental health and that's important yeah but yeah so for me if i think of like my ideal leader like first and foremost anybody who is telling me that i should be passionately excited about something or passionate passionately upset about something i immediately want to know what is behind this yeah yeah <laughs> what is yeah. your impulse what do you gain from me feeling this way about this thing yes that's something i think would be so helpful if more people did yeah you know instead of being outraged be like hmm, why does this person want me to be outraged at this group of people what yeah. do they benefit from that yeah and if so then you know go fuck yourself you're a bad leader this is reminding me of, so at my last company, they would have these quarterly meetings, the annual quarterly meetings, and they would go over the money situation with the company. And one time our whole team had to miss it for some reason. And I was like, it's, it's fine. It's just, they're going to go over like money that's not ours. It's just like, doesn't fucking matter what they say in that meeting. Um, it doesn't change anything for us. We still do this work and it's just this shit. Who cares? Um, but we're supposed to care about the fine. That's it's. I think it's supposed to make us work harder, right? It's like, oh yeah, last quarter we did well, but I think this quarter we can, or last quarter we kind of struggled a little bit, but I think we can make up the hundred million dollar deficit or whatever this quarter. And it doesn't work on me. I just, I just don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's completely fair. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing too is a good leader finds out what truly motivates the people that are following you or that you're in charge of what motivates them and don't just go right to threats and punishment <laughs> directly i well i think most people do i mean yeah. even think about like like how you know a lot of local municipalities governors especially are doing you know shelter in place and stay home orders and a lot of them it says right in there like if you don't you will be arrested or you will be fined. Yeah. In other words, they went straight to punishment to try to motivate people to do this behavior. And that's not great. Well, I wonder, is that the best option? For well, one, it yeah. seems unrealistic. What, I'm going to yeah. drag you to jail so that you can get coronavirus and then get, give it to your whole family when you get Well, out? I don't know about if you've read about Sweden where they haven't done a shelter in place uh, anything. Life is going on as normal in like Oslo. Oh, yeah. Like, but no, not Oslo, whatever the fucking Stockholm. Right. Stockholm. Yeah. Um, but, but that's not, it's not, hasn't been good. The rates of uh, infection didn't like, I don't know. I don't understand the science behind herd immunity, but I guess that's what they were going for. And it didn't mm -hmm. really work. It like backfired essentially. Yeah, totally. I need to read more about that. Um, but Laura, um, we're using Zoom and I know Zoom has a 45 minute limit oh, on okay recording if you have the free version so we better wrap this up we're at about minute 42 only if so. you have over two cameras jane just said what only. over two cameras she just added i think so we should wrap it uh, up. let's wrap it up just in case this is probably our longest episode yet anyway so you're welcome fans <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you are there um well, anyway we are your leaders yeah follow us on facebook email us anything the hell you want at embrace yourself 69420 that's embrace yourself 69420 at gmail.com laura take care of yourself until we speak again all right you too sunil all right bye bye